Hello and welcome to the France 24 interview. Our guest today is Danny Yatom. He was the head of the Mossad, Israel's Foreign Intelligence Service, between 1996 and 1998. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Mr. Perlman. Mr. Yatam, for weeks now, Israel has been roiled by a wave of protest uh, against a bill uh, by the government that would essentially curtail the independence of Israel's highest court. This, as tensions in Palestinian areas are boiling over. I want to begin with the tensions over uh, this bill. Uh, you served for a very long time in the military. We're seeing fighter pilots, special forces, intelligence operatives signing public letters against this bill. Some have even stopped attending training, such as the elite Air Force squadron. The Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said that the refusal to serve, I quote him, threatens the foundation of our existence and therefore it must have no place in our ranks. Is he right? I think that uh, Mr. Netanyahu is totally wrong. Is the reason why uh, there is an unrest among uh, many of the reservists, as uh, you know, and uh, the others, the audience should know, the Israeli security is kneeled, leaned on the, the Israeli defense forces and mainly its reservists. And uh, the one that ignited the situation and uh, caused uh, many, many very good uh, Israelis, patriots, uh, Israeli lovers, uh, Jewish lovers, to go every week to the streets and to demonstrate against the judicial coup of the government is the government itself. And Netanyahu in uh, its uh, leadership as the leader of uh, the country due to the fact that he tries with some others to change totally the face of the Israeli uh, country and to uh, cause and to bring the very vivid democracy to a situation of uh, dictatorship. And we will not allow it. Uh, you said you will not allow it. The test will be, uh, let's assume the reform is adopted. Uh, do you think that there is a possibility that the top security officials in Israel, uh, let's say the chief of staff of the armed forces, the heads of the Mossad, uh, which you were once, the head of the internal security, uh, will take the orders of the prime minister or not? I mean, is there a risk that uh, it could get to that? If Israeli uh, regime will be changed to dictatorship, meaningly no restraints of the government, and all the power is at the hands of one man and the government, the one man is Netanyahu and the government. And all of this is in order to be able to run away from the tribe that he is facing with uh, a bribe, bribery, breach of trust, and uh, 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 another uh, fraud, yes, fraud, yeah, another accusation. I, I'm afraid to say, and I know my people very, very well, 
I was born here, and I'm now 78 years old. I am highly afraid that if Israel is going to change its faces and becomes a dictatorship, many of those very brave and Israeli lovers, people, will do their utmost in order to avoid a reserve uh, service. Uh, it will uh, cause also fractures in the standing forces, and not only in the, among the reservists. So I cannot even imagine a situation where Netanyahu will succeed in uh, his plan to bring Israel to be a dictatorship. And therefore, I don't see a situation where uh, the heads of the security apparatuses will have to decide either to uh, listen to the government and the prime minister, which will be dictatorship, or uh, to listen to the Supreme Court. It won't happen. We will stop it before it is happening. And therefore, for, for now, I think your question is a theoretical one. Right. Uh, uh, Ehud Barak, who was prime minister, you were his chief of staff, he said that if the bill is adopted, there should be a non-violent civilian disobedience movement. Is this what you're uh, calling for? I mean, this is like unprecedented. This is, <laughs> uh, this is uh, unprecedented, but the situation is unprecedented. And, uh, and what Netanyahu is trying to do in order to save his skin, so to speak, because of the trial, is also unprecedented. And uh, his partners, I'm aware also of the contribution, so to speak, of his partners, the leaders of the ultra-right uh, messianic uh, parties. Uh, which are headed by Smutrich and Ben Gvir, their idea is to change Israel totally, not only that Israel will be a dictatorship, but also that Israel will become a halakha a country, that the law will be the law of the Torah. And <laughs> of course, this is something that we will not allow they are trying to achieve their own interests while partnering to Netanyahu. And there are also the heads of the, uh, the two other uh, parties, which, were, which are ultra-Haredi parties, and their aim is to achieve an exemption for their people uh, not to serve in the military at all, but on the other side, they are demanding a lot of money and very high budget in order to serve their sectorial interests, including getting uh, grants and uh, not willing to integrate core uh, studyings in uh, their uh, curriculum. Right. 
Mr. Uh, Yatam, I want to get uh, to the situation. Uh, in addition, there is uh, tensions uh, with the Palestinians. We've seen a number of uh, deadly Israeli army raids, a uh, very n high number of casualties, Jenin twice, Nablus. Uh, we've seen also uh, an, a high number of Israelis uh, getting uh, killed. Uh, are we on the verge of a third intifada uh, while there is already all this tension that we just discussed? I don't think that uh, anyone can uh, answer uh, precisely your question. What I know is that call it an intifada or don't call it an intifada, there is a grow of terror and there is the grow of number of terror attacks and attempts to carry out terror attacks by Palestinians against uh, Israelis, against settlers, and some others. We have to defend our country. We have to make sure that our people will be safe wherever they travel and wherever they go, including the West Bank. So we will continue to fight terrorism. And to fight terrorism efficiently means to fight terrorism, to chase the terrorists, to the places where they are hiding 24 hours, seven days a week, all along the year and the years. This is the way to fight terrorism. And as long as there is the phenomenon of terrorism, which is not going to evaporate, we will continue to carry out those uh, regular, so to speak, uh, operations, but also special operations against uh, terror. Uh, this is a must. We have to do it. But in addition to it, we have also to give some hope to the Palestinians. And the government should speak about what it intends to do in order to make the lives of the Palestinians easier. So we have to, on one hand, to fight terrorism without any limitation, but on the other end, to stretch our hand to the Palestinians and to find out what can we do in order for them to have better lives. Uh, last question, Dani Yatum. On February 26, in the West Bank town of Hurara, after two Israelis uh, were killed, we saw settlers uh, rampage, uh, burn cars, homes and everything. Uh, the finance minister said that uh, this uh, town should be wiped out. Uh, you've served in the West Bank. Are, are you concerned that because of uh, some opinions inside the government, uh, things could really turn uh, very bad with the Palestinians, given what's happened there? Yes, I'm concerned because uh, I know very well the very sensitive situation in the West Bank and in the relations between Palestinians and settlers, settlers and the Israeli Defense Forces, and Palestinians and the Israeli Defense Forces. What happened in the village of Hawara is something that should not happen. People 
we cannot allow, the government cannot allow the Israelis to take the law to their own hands. For that, we have the military, the police force, the special forces, etc. So such an event should not happen again because it encourages the extremists of both sides, the Israeli side and the Palestinian side, it encourages them to carry on such, uh, uh, such events. So there is only one power that should control Judea and Samaria and to work and to operate according to the law. And this is the Israeli Defense Forces and no one else. Dani Yatam, I want to thank you uh, very much uh, for your time and for appearing here on the Friends 24 interview. And thank you all for watching it. Thank you very much.